HavanaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com. Hey everybody, Brian David Marshall, Michael J. Flores, and a muffin here for Top 8 Magic. So, we often um, meet outside Waverly and Gay Street at like my favorite coffee bar. But we went like this was the same day that we did blue and gold, though not the same day to you in all likelihood. <laughs> but we went so late that the coffee bar closed. So I was like, man, what could I ever do? The coffee bar is closed, so we went too long on gold because I was planning to take a coffee break between casts. But also on Gay Street, like five feet away, is a different gourmet coffee bar. With benches. With benches. And we're sitting at I only bench. discovered this today. And they're still open. And I bought a muffin. So Brian's going to talk and I'm going to eat the muffin. <laughs> oh, and by the way, uh, Tape Magic, Thuros, Red, yeah. et cetera. This is a good this, muffin. This is part, part three of our third. We don't really have a, a witty little, uh, like we had, you know. We had one come of our on listeners. Come on, Inistrad. Come on, We had uh, one of our listeners talking about listening to Come On, Inistrad for two years. Over and over again. Over and over again. And it was a fun. That was a fun set to, to, to talk about. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, Delver's Secrets. Yeah. Other cards that aren't as good as Delver's Secrets. Yeah. Like Snapcaster Hol- Mage. Holding on for a Theros. Is that our? I like it. Okay. That's what this is. Retroactively, we rename everything. Uh, so, talking about red cards. How about Theros Reunion? Theros Reunion, or... For Reunion for the first time. Like, what a fantastic four riff. Together again for the first time. Mm. Where, Theros where, for Hire. Oh, uh, I like Theros for Hire. Theros for Hire it is. Yeah. My kids are obsessed with... Um, <laughs> but Dial H for Theros. No one will get that, though. <laughs> Not like they're going to get Theros for Hire, right? My kids are obsessed with, like, um, Iron Fist and uh, Luke Cage. Oh, yeah. So then I was, like, reading them some Iron Fist comics last week. And there's, like, a picture of Luke Cage from the 70s. You know, with, like, the fro and, yeah, like, yeah. the gold shirt. And they're like, who's that? I'm like, Luke Cage. And they're like, that's not Luke Cage. They're correct. <laughs> no, they're not correct. They only know, like, the Luke Cage from, like, Brian Bendis. They know some Luke Cage that doesn't look like Luke Cage. That's right. He just looks like a regular, just like any, some dude, anybody. <laughs> some retired NFL star. Um, what the... Is there is there an Iron Fist trade for the Aja stuff? Um, I don't know, but I just bought it on my iPad. I might have to do that. I so I, I obviously just went in with both feet into. The, I bought the Hawkeye trades at uh, Forbidden Planet a couple weeks ago. So it's Fraction and Aha, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're Iron just, Fist is also Fraction Aha, but it's also it's before Fraction's famous. So it's Brewbaker and Fraction and Aha, and a lot of friends apparently because Aha's. Not quite the most timely of artists. I mean, I don't know. I read it like three years removed when it was yeah. all done already, yeah, so yeah. I assume it was fine. Yeah. No, well, there's a lot of guest artists in it, is what I understood. Um, they weave it really well. Like, they, they they kind of like recast the Iron Fist mythology. Like, there's many been Iron Fists over the years. Sure. So, like, usually when there's another artist, it will just be oh. like, oh, this is the Iron Fist of 1512. I know? like, I really like the guest artists who worked on some of the Hawkeye stuff, too. Uh, Javier Polito? Uh, yeah, yeah. I really, I'm sure people hated him because um, he's got this kind of like really crude 
Uh, he literally kind of, looks like he drew it with a crayon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that. But <laughs> he, he drew the second half of Catwoman. But if he drew my book, I'd hate him. <laughs> really? He drew well, the second half of Catwoman Relentless. I mean, obviously, the, the opening half, I want to say, is Cameron Stewart, who's one of the most talented artists in comics. And then... Um, but, yeah, Aha's become my favorite guy. And then you have uh, Polito on the, on the back end. But, I mean, Relentless is just... It might be my favorite Batman story of all time. It's so... It's hard... Is that heresy to say that Catwoman Relentless is your favorite? What's uh, Brubaker wrote what's one of, What's one of Batman's nicknames? The Dark Knight. It's an alliterative one that refers to his clothing. The Dark Knight. Cape. The Cape's Crusader. Yeah. Oh, the Akroan Crusader. So let's, let's, let's talk about Red. Uh, so Akroan Crusader is a card we've already talked about a little bit. R for a 1-1 heroic. Whenever you cast a spell that targets a Crone Crusader, put a 1-1 red soldier creature token with haste onto the battlefield. So I want to table this card for a second. Okay. Because there's another red one drop that we just maybe want to talk about in contrast a little bit later. I, I, absolutely. But, I mean, this is a keep, right? Oh, yeah, it's a keep, sure. Uh, I mean, it's like a 1-1 one, one for 1, uh, potentially spectacular. I don't think you're going to get a whole lot of tokens out of this. The, the, very much. Um, while I was eating my muffin... I asked her if she would tape me the finals of American Ninja Warrior, okay. and she said, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> but I think she's calling me like, "Why are you not home?" When we were in uh, when we were in Vegas for the Grand Prix, Rich Hagon and those guys met a guy who was trying out for American Ninja Warrior, yeah. who was like some like lunatic athlete, yeah. and magic player. He was like, "You're Rich Hagon." <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I, I just feel like I'm, I've, I've actually cooled on this card significantly. I, I have, too. I thought he was really good before, and then I realized, like, you're not going to get so many pumps out of him. Well, the thing is, I'm also just not going to... I feel like I'm going to... I want my... I feel like I want my heroic deck to be blue and white. Okay. I, unfortunately. So, I mean, I, I like the card. I mean, like, I can see, like, putting, like, murderous red... Murderous uh, madcap skills. skills on this guy but a lot of seems the, awesome. A lot of the good heroic pumps are, like, R1s. So They're, like, madcap skills... Ordeal of Perforos. Um, yeah, Ordeal of Perforos is pretty nice. On is there it. still Volcanic Strength, or is that... No, there's not Volcanic Strength, but there's um, Pursuit of Flight. Is that Volcanic it's, Strength? It's, it's like Volcanic Strength, except it has you give it flying, which is kind of nice. Okay. Assuming you're going... I mean, I think this is a keep, and I've really cooled on it as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I love it in the abstract. I just feel like in the fabric of this set, it doesn't have the home I that just, I... You understand where I'm coming from. I keep saying the same thing over and over again. It's tough for me to imagine the shell that's going to be beaters, buff cards, and lands. Well, I mean, I feel like, I feel like again, it's this blue-white deck, maybe with, like, 16 guys, 18 guys, and then a bunch of, like, God's Willings, and... Was that Doogie Howser MD? Uh, that might have been. I'm 80% sure that was Doogie Howser yeah. MD that just walked yeah. by. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. He was just like, oh, well, maybe I want to join the, the Top 8 Magic podcast and buy you guys White Castle. But he didn't. He was, like, carrying groceries or something. Yeah. My wife was in jury duty last week. Yeah. And she was, like, next to Alan Cumming. Do you know who Alan Cumming yeah, of is? of course. Not very many I people see, necessarily know who Alan Cumming is. I saw him in Cabaret. So, like, I texted uh, Paul Vitor-Damadorosa that day because he was the only person I could think of who would be impressed that my wife was, like, next to Alan Cumming. Because he was, like, vocally his favorite show is The Good Wife. Alan Cumming is on. Matt, Matt Wang's also one of Matt Wang's favorite shows. Yeah, so I really like Good Wife, too. Uh, but I was just like, and he's like, sweet. And that was it's not really much of a conversation. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's good that you guys have mended fences. So, yeah. 
But I couldn't really think of anyone else who would be impressed that she was sitting next to Alan Cumming. She was terrified that she was going to get on this jury because it was like this total Walter White thing where, like, it was a... Spoilers. No, 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 no. It was, it was like a drug kingpin. But, like, the lawyers were asking questions like, if he never handled the money and he never touched any drugs, would you be comfortable convicting him? And then, like, my wife was, like, literally, like, I'm going to convict him, and then he's going to have me killed. <laughs> and he was just, like, never said a word, and, like, really, really well-dressed, beautiful women kept coming in and talking to him and walking away. She's like, it was very strange. Yeah. I don't think Alan Cumming was on the jury either, yeah, but my wife got out of it. That's when you want to get the Princess Leia outfit. Yeah. For jury duty. So this is how she got out of it. They're, like, they asked her something about, like, some probably completely just not controversial question about like legal procedure and she just went off about how much she loves watching Law and Order reruns <laughs> they were just like goodbye <laughs> so pro tip from Catherine Flores you don't want to be on the jury dun, dun, dun. Dick Wolf is your best friend yeah Elliot Stabler and Liv no. um, okay so Crow Crusader we're a little cool on but still keep might find a place. Who knows also what's going to happen as the next two sets roll out. Anger of the Gods. This is... I've never seen this card, but I've heard of it. So, one RR for sorcery to rare. Anger of the Gods deals three damage to each creature. If a creature dealt damage this way, would die this turn, exile it instead. It doesn't damage players ever? No. So it's worse than Slagstorm, kind of? Kind of. And just going to Like, there be, are people uh, who would argue that that makes it better than Slagstorm. No, you could pick to hurt Oh, people. sure, sure. Um, but this is just going to be, like, a hella staple for the next two years, right? Correct. This is this is a card you need to be aware of at all like, times. You don't even need to be white, right? Because you could play this for threes, Mizzy Mortars for fours, and uh, Voyage is in for, for big guys. Yeah. That's it. A straight blue-red control would yeah, probably be I, I, I've, I More and more have been thinking about is it. I mean, we talked a lot about, you've, you know, Master Waves, by the way, protection from red. Um, Staticasters, one of my, my favorite guys. Yeah. It builds devotion in both directions. Yeah. So this card... It's top five, top five card in the set. the best red card. Yeah. Uh, other red card sight unseen, it might be the best yeah. one. And top five card in the set, like defining... Like, kind of like it's one good. of the cards that's going to define standard. Even when it's not being played, it's still going to define oh, standard. I mean, like, people are going to play more fours. Because you're just going to be aware of, like, well, I have to deal with Anger of the Gods. I, I mean, have to think about how different standard might have been for the last half a year, two years, if this card or a card like Slagstorm had been available instead of a card as bad as Rolling Templar. The Rolling is really bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, this card's really good. I mean... A lot of I I remember I didn't make top eight of states. I, I loved my blue red deck two years ago for states, and I only played three Slagstorm's main deck because John Finkel's like, oh, why don't you play what's it, the two mana Arc Lightning? He's like, that card's probably pretty good. So I'm like, oh, I'll play one. And I'll play three Slagstorm's main deck, and like I lost to a guys of Saint Trap because I drew the one thing instead <laughs> of my instead of like the fourth Slagstorm versus my sideboard. But I would have just won that game, won that match, and then drawn to top eight the next round. Right. You know the highly competitive state championships, <laughs> but I was I was pretty salty about it for a while. Um, yeah, I think this card's a slam dunk staple. Yeah. So just standard for two years. Oh this yeah, is for be a sure. Card you're going to be and thinking then, about sideboarding, playing around, building against, building with. It's way worse than Slagstorm, but it's still quite good. Yeah. 
uh, Arena Athlete. So this is a heroic, another heroic card in red. Pretty sweet art. It looks kind of uh, a little bit like steel. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Shaquille O'Neal yeah, cr- yeah. crashing into the... Yeah. Uh, 1R for a 2-1 creature. Uh, heroic, whenever you cast a spell that targets Arena Athlete, uh, target creature and opponent controls can't block this turn. Yeah. It's haste. No, it's oh, heroic. No, it's heroic. <laughs> I was so, like looking at how he's kind yeah. of running, looking yeah, like yeah. a football player. Uh, no. Probably not good enough. Uh, I mean, like, you wouldn't put anything past a red deck. What kind of Minotaur is that? Is that a Borderland Minotaur? That is a Borderland Minotaur. When it comes into play, you get to search Cheap. for a Borderland Ranger. Cheap. <laughs> that's, that's the ultimate thing for this card. When this comes into play, search for a Borderland Ranger, put it in your hand, shuffle it So I'm going to cast Tooth and Nail for two Borderland Minotaurs. <laughs> search for two Borderland Rangers. Woo! <laughs> I'm actually not going to... Uh, that's actually what Borderline Minotaur does. That's what I'm going to say. Because otherwise I have to say it's a 4-3 uh, for 4. Vanilla 4-3 four, three for 4? Yeah, just vanilla. How much better would it have been if you could search for Borderline? <laughs> can we play house rules? Yeah. You can search? This is this is the free parking. <laughs> the free parking event together. From now on, if anyone plays Borderline Minotaur against me or Brian, yeah. they're allowed to search Borderline Range. Yeah. <laughs> It still has to be in your deck. Yeah, you have to be playing it. I mean, but, you know, you can search for yeah. it. Yeah, delete. Uh, Boulderfall. So this is an eight-mana instant. So I know you're into this. Yeah. I know this it, is it, like... It, and uh, the Green Goblin's son is, is just waiting to, <laughs> to crush. Eight-mana instant. Uh, Boulderfall deals five damage divided as you choose among any number of target creatures and or players. So this has a total of five damage for eight. Five damage. So it's like... Just could, don't it's, even finish your sentence. Yeah. The common. Concoordinated. Concor- coordinated assault. Coordinated assault. This card, obviously, again, we're talking, if we're talking about yeah. a heroic deck, this card's awesome. Coordinated assault is R for an instant. Up to two target creatures. Each get plus one, plus zero, and gain first strike until they turn. This is a really great combat so, trick for a red heroic deck. Yeah, if, there, if there's a red heroic deck, this is, this is very, very exciting. Agreed. So I'm gonna actually put this as a as a keep. I think you might see this. Card. Yeah, a soft keep, sure. Certainly, certainly gonna see this card in block. Is my okay. guess, right? Uh, maybe. Yep. Um, Death Bellow Raider. Death Bellow Raider is kind of sweet. So this card's a one R. So the same same as the Arena Champion, but instead of a two one, we get a two three. Uh, and it attacks. So two three for one R is actually. I mean, people were playing Thrill Kill Assassins, right? Yeah, like, pretty, I mean, pretty exciting in, like, a beatdown deck. Uh, attacks each turn if able, so forces you to play correctly, as we always talk so about. So, Thrill Kill Assassins again, yeah. right? And then it has uh, two black uh, regenerate Death Bellow Raider. So, it's, like, kind of a sedge trollish so, sort yeah, of... Yeah, kind of a mud button, co- mud button something or other. It's probably not going to see. Probably not going to see, but... It might. I mean... I'd play it. Certainly, this is this is a block beatdown card, right? Um, I think I want to delete it because I don't like the picture. Okay, it's a Minotaur, by the way, and we we have seen that there's some Minotaur synergies in this yeah. set. Boros Reckoner. Yeah, it's high, high synergies. I, actually, I'm going to keep. Okay. I think this, I'm going right. to keep. I, I can see it. I mean, red red cards have a have a lower bar, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Demolish, uh, demolish is demolish. Next. I love the art on this. Yeah. Oh, it's like destroying the a statue. The flaming fa- face of the statue is falling down. Um, 
I mean, is, is this card better now? Oh, oh, in the sense that as our as like we have less redundant dual lands, and like our manif- people's manifesting might become more precious. Is there ever a scenario where you would demolish? Demolish is a playable card in War. People played it. Yeah. Satan played it. Do you see yourself playing it? No. No. Okay. So we'll delete. It's not my thing. Okay. Uh, Dragon Mantle. This is R for an aura. Um, he really has got a mantle made out of dragon. Yeah. When Dragon Mantle enters the battlefield, draw a card. And then Enchanted Creature has R. This creature gets plus one, plus zero. It's all I determine. I think so this is probably just, playable. This is just fire breathing, but, draw but with draw a card. I think it's playable. Yeah, what are you putting it at? Where are you playing a it? A Crow and Crusader. Oh, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty great, right? Yeah, it's pretty great. All right, in. Like, so the, in, if there's a red heroic deck, a yeah. card like this is just exactly what you want. Ember Swallower, we've already talked about. Ember Sword Swallower. Is, I think this card is phenomenal. It's good, yeah. It's Again, like, 4 5 for 4 mana. They're really pushing this 4 spot. Like, there's a lot of cards we're seeing with Urnum stats. Yeah. That color, color 2. Um, but then it's got Monstrosity at 7. Whether you ever get there or not is yeah, still like, pretty good. But, like, also imagine, like, you're in like, some scenario where both players are trying to get to their Monstrosity triggers. Oh, wow. And so you just get to Monstrosity first. first. Yeah. Dead opponent. Yeah. Yeah, so Ember Swallower, uh, RR5, so 7. Uh, Monstrosity 3, so he gets to be like 7-8. Uh, but then when Ember Swallower becomes monstrous, each player sacrifices 3 lands. So it's really, really... I, I actually think like might be a good card to sideboard in like the the Grixis or Is It Control deck sure. for the Mirror Match, sure. maybe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this card, it also feels just, it's just big. It's big. I mean, it dies a Doomblade. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, Let's call it Spade a Spade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's getting murdered. <laughs> Fanatic of, uh, Mogus. Uh, so this is four mana for a 4-2, so it's Flame Tongue Kavu stats. I mean, is it, does it just deal four damage when it comes into play? I could. It could. <laughs> Potentially. So, so not no. <laughs> not no. Not no, no. no. It does not not deal four damage when it comes to the play. Is there a pandemonium there yet? <laughs> because if so, it might deal uh, four damage. So it's a Minotaur Shaman, so it has synergy with some of the Minotaur tribal stuff that's in okay. the set. When Fanatic Amagus enters the battlefield, it deals damage to each opponent equal to your devotion to red. So it actually... Surprisingly not horrendous. But also surprisingly not as... Like, this could be like... If this was, like, I think you'd still be questioning how playable it was if it could deal to a creature. Really? I mean, you're like Boros Reckoner, this guy, like, sure. creature or player, like, I mean, I'd probably be in. Yeah. I mean, Brian Kibler once played a deck that it's only red card main deck or sideboard. He devoted 12 red lands to just casting Flames on Cobble. Sure. I mean, I'm saying you'd, you'd have to, this, uh, this would be Flame Tongue Kavu that you would actually have to, it would be a fixed Flame Tongue Kavu. Because yeah, you have to do a little. Because yeah. it's not always four. Sometimes it's just yeah, one. Yeah, you couldn't do that with this. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but I, it's I, probably not good enough. I'm but. I'm pretty comfortable deleting this. Okay. Now, okay, fire this, drinker Seder, though. This is a card. Uh, I was talking about this on my social media, on Twitter and on Facebook with people about fire drinker Seder versus a Chrome Crusader, and other people, of course, were throwing in also um, Foundry Street Denizen. 
into the mix. Yeah, you know, Peace Alley likes Foundry Street Jenison quite I, a bit. I, I, I loved it in Limited. I, I could see where it would be really good. Yeah, if you get like two or three extra points in, that's actually yeah. like, like a card. Very so card Fire Drinker Cedar is R for 2-1 uh, with the same stats as Jackal Pup. So when it deals with self-damage, it deals that much damage to you. Uh, one R Fire Drinker Seder gets plus one plus zero until end of turn and deals one damage to you. I think this card's spectacularly good sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't love this card. Like I, and I, I this card versus Tattermunch Maniac. Tattermunch Maniac better? No way. No. Tattermunch Maniac always has to attack. Okay. I, I'm, I mean, like, I'm fine playing a red deck that, where my creatures have to attack. I mean, you don't like this card, really? I, I, I like it I, better than a Crone Crusader, I think. I'm torn. I really am torn. Like, I feel I feel like, just, can you imagine, like, you have two of these in play and your opponent kicks a Mizium Mortars? I can imagine it, yes. <laughs> I can also imagine playing a lot of red cards, and they're all, like, Steam Auguries and Magma Jets. Some of which would be pointed at my opponent's idiot fire drinker saves. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't love this card. I, I, I just don't. I don't feel like it's rare. Yeah, I, I just feel like uh, I, I, I think it's a keep. Don't get me wrong. Like I think this will obviously be a, a card that gets played in constructed, in standard, in block. I could see it getting played in modern if there's, you know, a red deck there. Like I, you know, this card's going to get played. I mean, I. I can tell you, I originally rated Goblin Guide as Constructed Unplayable. Yeah, I, I thought remember. it was so bad. Yeah. And, you know, three years later, my, my, the, like, I, I'm, like, making top 16 of a legacy sure. open with Goblin Guide in my I, deck. You know, I, it's I, like, I get it. I'm just saying that the removal right now is so good. Yeah, it's really good. And so, like, the red damage spells are so good. Yeah, Magma Jet. Magma Jet, New Searing Spear, Mizium Mortars... This game works so oh, good. Oh, by the way, Anger of the Gods. Spectacular, yeah. You know, I'm just going to cast Anger of the Gods. I just, like, I, I mean... Aggro decks are in trouble right now, aren't they? I mean, it's, yes, that's my it's point. It's like removal and stride. That's my point. Like, I feel like there's not a home for this, which probably means there's a home for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think there's an aggressive red deck. I think if you're like... If you don't want to play one of like the blue scry decks, I think there's probably an aggressive red and an aggressive white deck that you can so play. So, and you think this card will see a lot more constructed play than a Chrome Crusader? I think it's better than a Chrome Crusader. That's not what I asked, though. I do. I do. Okay. I mean, it's all, we would agree that this is a keep. We're just not yeah, sure yeah, yeah. to what degree and where, right? Yeah, I'm really, I'm really leery of. I just, like, I just can't imagine feeling that the good. card Cyclonic Rift exists. Yeah. Do you remember Cyclonic Rift? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to cast that a lot. Now. Yeah, that card seems really good right now. You know what else I, I'm going to do? I'm going to quicken and then cast Anger of the Gods. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I can't imagine losing it to this card anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't imagine waking up the morning of a tournament. Yeah. My deck all registered, yeah. sleeved up, and there's four Fire Drinker Satyrs in it, and then I and feel good. Happy. And I just feel good about it. Like, yeah, no matter what my I just said that I'm going to cast the card Quicken and then the cast card the cast, yeah. cast the card Anger of the Gods. Yeah. How do you feel about that now? <laughs> um, flame Speaker. And that, so we keep, but, yeah. yeah, I mean, some stuff, Some the, the, the temperature needs to change a little bit in Magic. Yeah. Like, I, I, no, I, don't, I just think it's a product of the format. The, that's what I mean. They're giving you, like, these insane blue sky cards. Actually, the more that I think about it, I might go for... What's the name of the cancel I like? Dissolve. Is it common? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 
I mean, it might. I might yeah. just play four. <laughs> like the re- reality is, if other players who are like reasonably adept are also going to airing towards either green mid range decks, which I think it's possible, right? Because of cards like six mana Garuk and um, Colonian Hydra, etc. Or other players playing blue decks, then like those cards get way better main deck. And then you have this like the the black blue planeswalker out of the sideboard is really good. I mean, I'm, I'm going to play Steamaugury every single time for the next two years. Yep. I mean, I'm going to play Magma Jet every single time. Yep. I'm going to play Quicken and Anger of the Gods. Didn't you, you, didn't you play Magma Jet every opportunity you could play Magma Jet when it was legal the first time? No matter what colors I was playing, yeah. right? Like black, red, mono red, green red. Green red I played it in. Green red yeah. aggro. I remember we made that deck like that could beat Icarid, and then Satan was playing its affinity for top eight. But I just remember like years later, I'm like, if we only had the card Ancient Grudge... And I remember he just had his woodland, uh, wooded foothills that he did not break for so many turns. And, you know, he loses this incredibly tight game. His opponent makes so many mistakes, but he just keeps drawing land, just keeps drawing land. And I'm like, why didn't you break your wooded foothills? And he's like, because I pushed two lands with my Magma Jet. I actually incre- I did the math. I actually increased the chance of drawing land if I had actually broken it. And I was like, wow, that's good. And, wow. yes, I play Magma Jet every opportunity, yeah. every format. Red deck wins, standard decks, could- I'm yeah. definitely playing it in blue red. Right, good in aggro, good in control. I'm probably gonna play blue red black with like eight scry scry lands. I, I could that's in my range, right? Yeah. So speaking of scry lands, flame speaker adept. Two R for two three. It's an uncommon creature, human shaman. Whenever you scry, flame speaker adept gets plus two plus zero and gains first strike until end of turn. Um it's very uh kiln fiend. Kiln fiend, yep. Costs too much mana to be serious and constructed. I think the, the thing that's kind of cool about it, though, is you can. Is a scry three give it plus six? No, it no. just only gives it plus. Whenever two. you scry, so just using the ability to scry. But if you play a land, yeah, it you know it's a four three first striker. I mean, are you really going to do that? I, I think that like the notion of playing a, a, a fast beatdown deck and playing a bunch of scry lands are kind of opposite of each other. I'd be, I'd be curious to see what this. I guess it's. I guess the problem is the three toughness. Is just it's so vulnerable. It's pretty vulnerable, in in even in block. All right, Hammer of Perforos is the next card, which is just one of the best cards in the set. It's good, yeah. Uh, Fires of Yavamaya. So one, <laughs> one R-, R-, R Yeah, legendary enchantment artifact. Creatures you control have haste. Two R tap sack a land. Put a three three colorless golem enchantment artifact creature token onto the battlefield. I mean, this is an inspiring card for like. Maybe modern. You know, do you think Life from the Loam in this, maybe? Oh, interesting. Um, well, I don't know. Like, there were no modern ban, right? People were talking about modern Yeah, no, bands. no. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, what do you ban in modern? It's it's weird. They went to such great lengths to stop Bloodbraid Elf, and then Jund just, just continues to be the defining strategy. I, I saw something Ari Lax was talking about, the idea that Jund's just doing so well right now because people overreacted against Splinter Twin. Like, so what is overreacting against Splinter Twin? I mean, just playing Jund. Like a lot of the good, like I, a, a lot of the good players who are taking the temperature of the tournaments, uh, just opted for Jund. I, I mean, uh, I mean, is Jund dramatically advantaged against Splinter Twin? In, I guess Thoughtseize is just so good. Okay. Yeah, I guess it takes any parts, right? Yeah. Yeah, Thoughtseize is just so backbreaking. Like a lot of a lot of players were really complaining about Thoughtseize. But weekend. it's the pod deck that's actually winning the tournaments, right? Yeah, I mean, like if you if you follow the coverage uh, throughout the throughout the two days, uh, 
there were a lot of decks people were playing. Like, and so I'd be curious to see 9th through 16th, how things played out, you know. But, yeah. I, I, I made a sweet deck in Modern. I forgot to tell anybody about it. So, it's, uh, you know, Zvi's green-white deck, green-white yeah. trap deck? It's that, but green-red with um, four main deck uh, through the breach. So, yeah, so you just go, like... So you have two different ways to get here. Well, you're like Lotus Cobra, then third turn you play a sack land, so it's like land, uh, mana, break in sack land, mana, tap, one, and then you have two in play, three, five, through the breach, Emrakul, or even through the breach, uh, 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 prime, Primeval Titan is very powerful, right? So right, you're right, like, right. comes into play, you gain two lands, it's, and you gain two mana from Lotus Cobra when that happens. You attack, and then you gain two more lands. You probably can't do anything very much with the mana. Right, right, right. You can attack for like eight on turn three. Yeah, yeah. Or you can attack for 17 on turn three, make your opponent eradicated. I literally just forgot to tell anyone about this deck, and I've like played it for weeks, and it was like, it's pretty sweet. Like That sounds sweet. Uh, and it's got like, you know, basically like the green-white trap engine, and then it has like this side plan. Of, and not even a side plan. Like, you just have this other thing that you can do. Right. And then there's like four Deathrite Shamans and like one, I think, green-black land, so you can use the black end of Deathrite Shaman. And then Domer Rod. So, like, the deck's, like, all perms, so you just, like, Domer Rod, just, like, a Brian Kibler deck. And then I don't know how I forgot to tell anyone about it because it just seems pretty awesome. Cut this part out and let's build that later. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, is there a Modern Grand Prix? Maybe I'll go. And I just literally forgot there was a Modern Grand Prix last weekend because I thought about going because my deck was sweet. You should uh, you should build that deck and put it in the show notes. Yeah? Yeah. I, I get, literally forgot about it until this weekend. I'm like, oh, I made a modern deck, and it was not the same as everyone else's deck, and it was good. Why didn't I say anything about it? <laughs> like, <laughs> so how does that tie into Hammer of Porphyrus? Um, I don't know. All right, just, <laughs> just check it. <laughs> so the card, uh, very similar to Fire. So oh, whoa. Look, you heard Primeval Titans just in haste? Yeah. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's insane. It's in. Yeah, that's I mean, one. So, and, and there's all sorts of red cards that we've talked about, like Ogre Battle Driver. Which yeah. is a card in M14 that seems very powerful. Oh, Colonian Hydra and Colonian Hydra, yeah, like green red. Yeah, it's really good. This card's just. I think it might be a four of, even though it's legendary because of all this. Sure. Describe away. Yeah. Yeah, right. I like this card a lot. Next card. Uh, Ill Tempered Cyclops, the 3 3 for 4 mana with Trample. And then it just has Monstrosity 3 for 6 mana. And next. It's a common card with monstrosity. Probably really good in limited. Like, just awesome in limited. I mean, I, I've always been a proponent of hill giants in limited. Yeah, I mean... Like, it's, oh, it's just a hill giant. Like, it's yeah. a hill giant that lets you sink your mana, use your mana efficiently later in the game. You win a fair number of matches just by having three threes. Uh, another four uh, casting cost red creature, Labyrinth Champion. So this is a rare. It's three and an R for a two-two. But it has heroic. Whenever you cast a spell that targets Labyrinth Champion, Labyrinth Champion deals two damage to target creature or player. So he doesn't get bigger, but he, like, shoots things? But he shocks things. So, like, I could, like, magma jet my Labyrinth Champion and he magma jets somebody? Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, it is. So, if cool. he were 2-3, I might continue, continue thinking about this. How much does he cost? Four? He costs four. This card would be competitive at two. Yeah? At three, it's already too expensive. Well, I mean, at two, he's probably, you know, he's Very just like, good. yeah, he's Lightning Rift. I mean, at two, if he's two, three for two with the same abilities, now we're talking. Yeah. But he's not even that good. Right. It, it, seriously, right? Yeah, no, he's Two, three made. for two. With that, you want to make a chase rare? 
people will think about playing it. Yep. But two two for four, it's garbage. Yeah. And like, so delete uh, lightning strike. This is the new searing spear. So it's just searing it's spear. One R. Uh, lightning strike deals three damage to creature or player. Literally searing spear. Yeah. So. Keep, keep, keep. Magma Jet, we've already talked so, about extensively. top five card. It's probably the best red card. I, uh, I really like Anger of the Gods. Anger of the Gods is really good. I think it's just much more defining. Okay. Top five red card, top three yeah. red card, all likelihood. Uh, Messenger Speed, I really like the idea of this card. Uh, not saying it's playable. It's, <laughs> it's R an aura for, for R, Enchant Creature, Enchanted Creature, has Trample and Haste. Yeah, that's it. I like the I like the perspective on the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even like the execution that much, but yeah, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, just a, it's just kind of a sweet, flavorful card. Semi unenthusiastic yeah, yeah, though. Yeah. Uh, Minotaur Skull Cleaver. Uh, this is a three mana Minotaur two R uh, for a Minotaur Berserker. It's a two two with haste, and when it enters the battlefield, it gets plus two plus zero until end of turn. That's actually a playable card. So it's a four two. So yeah. I mean, yeah, we've seen this card four two haste. Be constructed player. Is there a red white one from there is. the last set? Yeah, yeah, but he yeah. gets actually slightly bigger, as yeah. I recall. No, he's a 4-2. 4-2 also? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe it's not playable? Oh, maybe he's a 4-4. Four, four. I think he's plus 4 on the first attack. No, he's a plus, plus 2, plus 2 on the first okay. attack, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, can, again, see, I can see this being played in a mono-red deck, maybe. And if there's a Minotaur deck. Like, if there's something yeah, to do... I don't do. think there's going to be a Minotaur deck. I mean... Most of the Minotaurs are so bad. Yeah. There's a couple that are good, though. Yeah, not, even, for, not even from this set. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Ordeal of Purpose, we talked about twice, and we've made mention of it in other yeah. in other podcasts. So this is the same thing. Whenever the creature attacks, you put a counter on it, three counters, you sack it. Uh, when you sacrifice Ordeal of Purpose, it deals three damage to a creature or player. It's a, quite a good card. It's a lot of red damage it's in this set. It's definitely going to be... If, if there is a heroic deck with red drops... Art, this actually, the art on this card... Is gorgeous. Oh well, your retin display suddenly works. <laughs> I can't believe that it did such a bad job on all those other Magic the Gathering cards. I mean, this card it's, is. It's weird. You should send an angry letter to whoever replaced Steve Jobs. <laughs> this card is gorgeous. Yeah, I agree. And it's a good card. Yeah. If there's a, if there's a red um, uh, a red heroic deck, this will be a staple in that strategy. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of staples and strategies, peak eruption. So two R, so it's sorcery, destroy target creature. I mean, I'm sorry, sorcery, destroy target mountain, peak eruption deals three damage to that land's controller. So this is, you know, we remember... Cryoclasm. Cryoclasm. It's literally cryoclasm for yeah. mountains. Fair. Yeah, right. perfect. So um, I want to say one of the first times I noticed Tomohiro Saito as a great deck designer, he was playing uh, a rugby down deck with, like, birds and elves on turn one with like eight land destructions and one he's just like main deck in cryoplasm I'm just like who is this guy with his main deck cryoplasm and I noticed everybody had planes or islands and I just played his deck for a while it was yeah. sweet and I, we, we had uh, Carson Bot Baby Killer had yeah. cryoplasm as well right I, yeah. but I think that Tomohiro Saito with his uh, his rug beatdown deck was very inspiring to me and so uh, we have the exact same mana base uh, as we did um, back when Cryoplasm was so impressive in Saito's deck and was playable main deck in Carsobot Baby Killer, that leads me to believe that um, you know we could we could see we could see this as a main deck possibility in a strategy. Sure. Yeah. Kill your steam vents. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm lukewarm about it as a main deck card. 
I also don't think that the kind of red decks that we've largely been talking about want to play it. That's the I, thing that's weird. Th- this, this is obviously a red green card, right? It, well, I mean, it gets a lot of benefit from playing with um, Elvish, Elvish Mystic. Mystic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, what if you're playing like red blue? Do you? Um, there's two questions I have here. Number yeah. one. Do you side this in against other red-blue decks? Red-blue-white, red-blue-black, whatever. That's one thing. Just randomly play. It's just way worse than just playing that Planeswalker in turn three, right? right? So probably not. Yeah. But now that I think about this, what if I don't play any mountains in my red-blue deck? Just play, like, Skylands and other dual lands? And because um, I don't want want an Elvish Mystic deck to hit me. I probably couldn't do that, right? Probably not. Steam Vents is too good. Here's a weird question. I'm just thinking back to red and thinking about some of the stuff that's going on. And some of, is there any reasonable chance? And this is going to be, you know, feel free to throw tomatoes at me, collective magic internet, yeah. that hold the gates is an actual card. Which one's hold the gates? So hold the gates is all your creatures gain vigilance, and they get plus zero, plus one for each gate you control. How much does it cost? Cost three. If it costs two, yes, I agree that if it, it might be a two. different story, but I don't think so at three. Yeah, too little but text. Like, but like, just setting up against something like Anger of the Gods, or just like it's a card that, like, even with one gate, like, blanks a lot of removals on car on creatures. What about blue white control with Maze's End? That's well. This is kind of where I was going. Well, I mean, I'm not going to play with the gate thing. There's yeah. no creatures in my deck. I, I think that might be a, actually might be a deck it's just drawing all those extra, if you think about it if everyone else is playing like Scryland's and everything a Thawing Glaciers is just a powerful thing to have right. and my it's inevitable can, right my lands also come into play tap but I get to search for them for free oh wait but I don't know if we can do this at Scrylands too Scrylands are very valuable <laughs> I don't know Brian okay. alright so Peak Eruption though is a keep it's a keep yeah Portent of Betrayal. That sounds like an awesome card. So, and it is a beautiful picture. Yeah, three R. Those look like merfolks or something? Yeah, that's... Red merfolks? That's, yeah, it's some sort of merfolk. They've got tri- tridents, tridents? Yeah. Gain control, so it's... Gain control of target creature until end of turn. Untap that creature, gains haste until end of turn. So it's active treason... For four, but you scry four, one. But you scry one. So again, the idea that scry one is worth one mana. I mean, it's only one less than a Zealous Conscripts. Zealous Conscripts, of course, being one of the best cards yeah. in its format. I don't know. I think that could... It, I could see this being playable. Sure. Four is a lot for a threaten, but Scry one... The yeah. idea that Scry... They're attacking Scry at one mana. Right. But there's there's a lot of cards that do this at three mana in standard. And they're all played. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um... We've seen formats where people played the format, like, you know, Trader's Instincts. Or people played Trader's Instincts, right? Yeah. Um, do you, you want to keep that? I want to keep it. Okay. What do you think? I'll keep it. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll never, you know, dismiss a... Like a threat? The thing is, threats are typically played in aggro decks against other aggro decks, and one mana means a lot to aggro decks more than it does to control decks, so... Steal a god. Done. <laughs> Scry one too. Yeah, like some mirror where you both have the you know. Oh, what if I had a murder king and I, I took their god and then I attacked with it? Yeah, and I yeah. murder king them. Yeah, or you sacrificed it to your vampire, to your blood baron, or to your. So, so Sam Black pointed this out to me yeah. a few weeks ago. Blood baron is just the worst name of a card ever. 
Because there's already a card called Blood Baron yeah, 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 of the Scobo. Yeah, 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 Why yeah. would they name a playable card Blood Baron? Like, it's a playable card. It's not like it's a card no one would ever no, play. No, it's a card that has a no, like, that functional, it's a functional reprint of cards that have one extended tournaments. I mean, one new, innumerable PTQs placed highly at world championships, you know, like. I, I mean, it was in, you know, didn't Tommy Wallamies play that deck at the Masters in Yokohama? To like a top four or top eight or something. Probably. Yeah. I mean, Osa Blebinovich, yeah, won a PTQ with a version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, so let's just name it the same as another card Blood that people Bairn. actually play. Regional accents. Blood Baron, Blood Baron. Um, so another I red... defeated you on that one. Yeah, you did. You, you've got the position on me for this. Um, Priest of Iroas. It's another red one drop. Uh, R for a 1 1, human cleric. And then it has. 3W, Sacrifice, Priest of Iris, Destroy Target, Enchantment. So that's a really interesting ability that will never be right. triggered in a constructed if tournament this, If this said Exile, Target, Enchantment. Um, it would still... <laughs> would, it, would it? If it said I mean, Exile... It could Ranger of Eosid or something. Like, right. If you could... But I'm saying, if it said Exile and you could actually, like, kill a god... We might have a conversation. We might have a conversation, but at destroy, I think like the the, the destroy baseline on enchantment removal is like not. You have to attack this thing. Like, what's a comparable at one? You have Elvish Larist, right? Yeah. Obviously, like way cheaper than this. Okay. But I'm saying it doesn't even come into the cheap. No, I understand. Yeah. But at two, you have both Kami of Ancient Law and whatever the the reprint of Kami of Ancient Law is. Yeah. And or Priests of Thune. Right. This is just nowhere near a right. playable version. Right. And and requires you to be playing a specific combination yeah. of two colors. It's just not going to be played. Like, yeah. I mean, or first, be, you need to have something like Ranger Vios as an impetus. Like, maybe it gets played as a bullet if there's Ranger Vios, but there's not Ranger Vios. Right. If there's Ranger Vios, we'll reserve judgment. And, and here's here's exactly why I wanted to say Exile. Perforos. Perforos, God of the Forge. 3R, Indestructible, Legendary Enchantment Creature God. 6-5. Six, 6-5. Five. Six, five. As long as your devotion to red is less than 5, uh, Porphyrus is not a creature. Whenever another creature enters a battlefield under your control, Porphyrus deals 2 damage to each opponent. That's a powerful ability. Yeah. Especially if you're playing with cards like Young Pyromancer. Yeah. Or, or suddenly a Crone Crusader. Uh, and then 2 are creatures you control get plus 1, plus 0 until end of turn. This card is just full of wing. It's just a fantastic card. Um, uh, early scuttlebutt is that this is the best of the god cycle. <laughs> Hard to argue, right? Hard to argue. Like, you can just see, like, I mean, there's all sorts of things Red does where it's just making token creatures just, right now. I, I don't even think about it like that. Like, just any creatures, right? right. Like, if you got this guy and you just, like, make a creature. Yeah. Like, that's a card, right? Right. Long-standing theory that two damage is a card in Red decks. Right. Well, again, again, we talked about an is it uh, deck, right? Yeah. What if you're playing Is it? What if you're just playing Porphyros? What if you're never going to get, you know... What if you never get Devotion? Maybe you get Devotion. Or maybe, again, you have Frostborn Weirds or whatever. And then you play Master of Waves with this guy in play. Well, that's not fun for your opponent. Remember, we also said that your young Pyromancer tokens are elementals, so there's some synergy there. I mean... Like, is, there just, is there just an Is it deck? Like, I don't care if this guy... I just go. I just go Master of Waves... Take 14. I was just thinking, like... Take 14. You just have this guy in play, and it's just like, la, la, la. And then you're just like, is it Staticaster or something? Yeah. Like, that's, pr- that's a huge beatdown. Is it a creature or player? No, no, no. It's just only players? It's each opponent. Oh, okay. But, um, like, again, if you have the ability to put, like... 
uh, young pyromancer tokens into play. It's really like magma jet you get a token. You're speaking my language. So, strong, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, strong keep. The the red and the blue god are are vying for. I like spot. the blue, I like the blue god because of how cheap he is. Yes, I do too. The full one mana less than this. <laughs> I mean, he's a, I love this set. I love it. I absolutely adore this set. I liked Return to Ravnica a lot as well. Yeah. Um, I like Dennis. I like all these I love sets. I, I like that the, it really feels like it's slowing stuff down. Uh, we're gonna have a chance to do the mid rangey stuff I was thinking about last year with uh, with Ravnica lands. I, I, I like where standards going. I think. Uh, Porphyros's emissary. Uh, again, this is a format. We gotta uh, hustle. I'm on. I'm on red okay. battery. So I'm gonna just delete. It's all right, a, keep it's going. A bestow card. Rage of Porphyros, five mana for a sorcery, four damage to target creature. It can't be regenerated this turn. Scry one. It sounds like something I would use to win a pizza queue for us next. Unlimited, <laughs> uh, by the way. Rage Blood Shaman. This is the Minotaur Shaman that I was talking about. Trample other Minotaur creatures you get you control get plus one plus one and have trample. Pretty interesting lord. Yeah. Substantially better than our uh, our mascot. Yeah, as is, is the exact same set. I think he's a keep. Okay, talked a lot of bit about Minotaurs. If you only played eight Minotaurs, him and Boros uh, Reckoner, Reckoner yeah. it might even be worth it. Seder Rambler, uh, a two-one for one R trample. trample. Next, next, Spark Jolt. R Spark Jolt deals one damage to target creature or player. Scry one. Uh, snap key. Snap. Maybe maybe one of the better cards in the set. I mean, it might be just be a sideboard card, but yep. like even then, it would. I mean, just picking off. Elvish Mystic with that is so satisfying. Uh, oh man, it might be insane and like modern with Snapcaster Mage. Oh, I mean, like it's so cheap. Yeah, you're like Spark Jolt your Elf, Scry to my Snapcaster Mage, Snapcaster Mage, Spark Jolt again. Yeah, good God. Yeah, I, I love this card. I think this card's phenomenal. Uh, Spear Point Oread uh, is two R for a two two first strike. And then bestow for, bestow for next, six. Next, yeah. next, next. Stone Shock Giant, five mana for a five four. Uh, when Stone Shock Giant becomes monstrous creatures without flying, your opponent's control can't block this turn. It's eight mana monstrosity yeah, three. Next, next. Yeah. Storm Breath Dragon. On the other hand, three RR flying haste protection from white. Uh, protection from white's significant. Yeah. When Storm Breath Dragon becomes monstrous, it deals damage to each opponent equal to the number of cards in that player's hand. It's a four four flyer, and then it has monstrosity is five. RR monstrosity three. So so it's it's monstrosity is how how much mana? Seven. Seven. So pretty expensive, um, but but I mean just seems like a reasonable keep. But just at five mana, just for a four four, four. flying pro white. I mean, how does this uh, compare to Scourge of Balkis though? I, I think favorably they play together. Maybe I think it's tough for them to play together. Yeah, I I mean flying haste is just better, right? Like um. I mean, it's just good. No, he's, he's I think he's better than Scourge of yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, so that guy's, I think one of he's the better parts of yeah, the yeah. set. He's probably, probably, probably good in green-red. Yeah. I mean, he's probably just like uh, Thunder My Hellkite's replacement. Yeah. He's way worse than Thunder My Hellkite, let's be clear. Yes. But still pretty but he, good, I think. But he does some stuff that Thunder My Hellkite can't do. And he also gives you a little reach at the end of the game if something weird happens. Yeah, he's a powerful card. I mean, it's hard because we we tech playable dragon and standard to Thunder My Hellkite. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Titan of Eternal Fire. We talked about this card already. Maybe playable. Probably not. Probably a delete to like very very light save. He's the worst Titan ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they took a color out of his his casting cost for regular. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Titan Strength are instant. Target creature gets plus three, plus one until end of turn, scry one. That's a strong playable card. That's very playable. I mean, it's weird. It's like a giant growth that doesn't necessarily save your guy, but has scry one. We would have gladly played this in like a infect strategy. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite strong. card's very good. Uh, two-headed uh, Cerberus, one RR for a one-two double strike. Probably a keep. You think? What about giving Titan Strength to a two-headed Cerebus? So I tap out for a two-headed Cerebus, somehow is not killed. On upkeep, I Titan Strength it up to a 4-3. It's still alive. <laughs> I scry. Come on. Really? All right. How well, helpless is my opponent well, that he's letting me, just letting me kill him, he's right? Pretty, he's, pretty, uh, he's pretty bad. Good opponent. Yeah. Uh, wild Celebrants, 3-R-R for Seder. When Wild Celebrants enters the battlefield, you may destroy target artifact 5-3. It's a little expensive, but probably playable. It's probably playable. All right, so that's red. Um, uh, so Porphyros, Hammer of Porphyros, Stormbreath Dragon, Magma Jet, Anger of the Gods. That's my, like, uh, off the top of my head. Anger of the Gods. Oh, Porphyros, Anger of the Gods, Magma Jet, uh, Spark, Spark Jolt. Jolt. Spark Jolt might push Hammer of Porphyros out of the top five. Um pretty clear that red's got some nice toys. Red seems like the best color we've seen so far. I like blue. I like them both together. I'm going to play both together. By the way, Steam Augury. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so with that, by the way, Steam Augury, uh, this has been uh, Michael J. Flores. My name is Marshall for Top 8 Magic. By uh, decade. Yeah. <laughs> by lots of decades. Right, see you guys at the pre-release. Bye.